You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by Ben MGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to Jason Lockenfora a little bit later. But, Joe, I had one other thought pertaining to evaluating the Cleveland Browns this upcoming season I wanted to run by you. And that is this idea of depth or a lack thereof. When you're looking at all the possible outcomes that the Browns may have for this upcoming season. We know the AFC North is going to be really, really tough. And the AFC in general is going to be really, really tough. But defensively for the Browns, yeah, Miles Garrett's great. And, you know, Obonia Okoronkwo is generating one of the higher pressure rates from last season. That's fine. But this is a young secondary. There's not a whole lot of depth along this defensive line. So if, say, they get hit by the injury bug or someone just isn't playing well for whatever reason, do you believe that it's possible the Browns, if they suffer enough bad luck, could, say, finish with the worst record? Yeah, no, that's, it's going to be fascinating because while all the attention will be on Watson, the reason they struggled so much last year was because of their defense and they just could not stop the run. We'll get into it, but they made a couple of personnel changes that I do like, but uh, yeah, they are the team that just hasn't been talked about a whole bunch. I think they're one of the more mysterious teams too, in terms of right. I'm really not sure if they're going to be good or bad. Well, let's ask uh, our next guest here. Joining us now is Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora, host of the Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, what do you think about the Cleveland Browns outlook? Because it does seem like that this could go in a variety of directions. Yeah, I discussed this with a lot of people and just sort of been paying attention to it. And they seem to to be at least as best I can tell, a, a fairly trendy pick to be better than we've seen before and improve and the win total, you know, to a lot of people make sense and they think they're a playoff team and they think even despite that division and that conference, they could win, you know, 10 or more games. I got to see it to believe it. I, I can't put my money behind that. You know, I, I just – there's certain operations that just – they can't really get out of their own way. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know that Jim Schwartz is fixing it, you know. I don't know that Deshaun Watson is going back to being who he was when he was thought of as really one of the faces of the NFL. You know what I mean? One of the ultimate good guys, like – Someone who, despite the pablum that comes out of his mouth, 
was celebrated, was, was celebrated across the league and held up and, like, thought of as almost unimpeachable from a character standpoint and a makeup standpoint and a leadership standpoint and is all BS. And he's living this double life that got exposed. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a degree in psychology, but I. I, I don't know that that he. You know, one training camp at the Greenbrier fixes that. I, I have reservations about how Kevin Stefanski is going to handle things, knowing that. Look, when the first question is asked to the owner, when they pop their head out of the yacht, off the yacht, or you know, off the golf course, or out of the vault. Is about the job security of the coach. There's probably an issue, no matter what he says. And they're asking him that the first moment they see him because he loves firing people. And he did this contract with the quarterback leading a double life that the further we're removed from it, the more it looks like an absolute outlier, the, the kind of jackassery that only a Jimmy Haslam could concoct. And I'm supposed to believe that this thing, that has that owner's hands all over it, and he has been a bumbling fool, is now going mm-hmm. to work under duress with expectations higher than they've been in a long time. And they're higher than they've been for a long time because that quarterback came in out of the cold and looked great. Oh, no, no, he didn't. He looked like horse bleep. He sucked in every way, shape, or form. He couldn't push the ball down the field. He, he looked like he was only vaguely familiar with how a football flies. And he was infinitely worse than Jacoby Brissett. In fact, if they kept Jacoby Brissett, they might have gone to the playoffs. But they're the Browns, and they're jackassery to the nth degree because they have no leadership. And they are in probably the toughest division in football with organizations that even the Bengals – are now well-run and and fairly sophisticated. So, no, I'm not putting a penny of my money on anything <laughs> that Jimmy Haslam does other than to fade them, which I will be doing. <laughs> uh, Jason, thanks for joining us today. What about the team that you're closest to? You cover the Ravens. A- everything I hear from afar is a lot of excitement about Todd Munkin and the pace at which they're going to play, and there are a ton of people trying to read between the lines with everything that Lamar is saying. You're, you're, you cover this team on a daily basis. What do you think uh, about the Ravens this year? They've been kind of a trendy pick to take over the North for this season. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. No, this is this makes sense. I mean, because this is a team that went about four or five years quietly, not spending any money, with an owner who seemed to be filling his pockets, waiting to see if he got a sweetheart lease deal. Uh, he did. Um, who didn't seem to be, like they they were great at coming in second or third for free. Oh wow, we almost had Bobby Wagner. Oh man, we were so close to to. Uh, you know, landing uh, this receiver or, or that. Oh, we, we had Zadarius Smith until we didn't. And I, I think there was a moment of clarity there as this Lamar Jackson thing drew out, which was, you know, hey, we, we got to win some of these negotiations now. You know, we got to keep some of these players. We've got to bring in players from the outside who have shown an ability to catch a football as a professional wide receiver. Um, and they've really thrown money at their problems and thrown more draft picks at their problems. And they finally solved the Lamar Jackson thing, and they finally moved off of a coordinator in Greg Roman, whose sort of usefulness had ran out probably a year and a half prior to them getting rid of him. So, yeah, I'm very bullish on what they can accomplish um, in terms of wins and losses. Uh, I, I think there's some, you know, look, I think Lamar Jackson's a guy who could throw for 4,000 yards this year. I think Lamar Jackson's a guy who rushing and passing could, could you know, Combined for over 35 touchdowns, um, you got to worry about the health of some of these guys they've, that they've either drafted, like Rashad Bateman, or brought in, like Odell Beckham. 
but there's certainly reason for optimism. They have one of the better offensive lines in the, in the league. Um, and they finally, for the first time in a long time, have a skill, you know, group of skill position players that looks good and relatively deep. So, and, you know, defensively, I, I have some, I have some concerns for sure. And I think the schedule makers didn't do them a ton of favors but I, I think three teams from this division make the playoffs, and I think they're one of them. And I think the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Bengals all win more than uh, – all win at least ten games. And I think Cincinnati, you know, I don't mind them going over their total as well. I think they're the best team in this division. But it's, for me, uh, a three-playoff team division. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. What are you expecting from Russell Wilson and the Broncos this season? Because we didn't see the best of him for at least a couple of seasons now, and it's hard for me to believe that Sean Payton arrives and they just, or he just flips a switch. What are you expecting there in Denver? Well, I'm expecting something between, you know, his, his – peak in Seattle where he's somehow not getting MVP votes, even though, I don't know, for my money, he's a lot of those years one of the five or six best players in football. And then last year, which was, you know, obviously an abject failure for a multitude of reasons, none of which you could absolve Russell Wilson from, but like, was he, was he the, was he the primary, you know, root cause or was he one of the symptoms? I, I, I tend to think. Um, he was one of the symptoms of Hackett's disease, which permeated that entire building and um, left them with a staff and a head coach who were all in way over their head and ill-equipped to run a practice, let alone a game. So I, I think you kind of have to look look at it through that, you know, sphere as well. Um, you know, I think the defense has a chance to keep them in every game as it did last year. Can, can the offense be a little more functional? Um, can they sustain drives a little more? Can they have a little more imagination? Uh, you know, is the 15 play script coming into games like actually, you know, NFL worthy, or is it something written on the back of a cocktail napkin? You know, there's, there's some extremes there where I think, you know, Sean Payton can certainly, you know, as a tugboat, pull them a little further offshore and a little further towards, you know, um, relevancy in the NFL game management. I mean, there's a multitude of ways in which they immediately, um, Advance. So I think there are certainly, if you're looking for teams that could win, you know, that could that could significantly sort of alter the course of their season and win more games than last year and be very improved in a lot of facets. I, I think the Denver Broncos check a lot of boxes. They, at least they do for me. The problem is they are in the AFC. The problem is they have a dynasty in their division. Um, and as much as I think they'll make gains, I'm not sure if Russell Wilson is the athlete he was three or four years ago. Um, and I think, you know, if he's not, then they'll move on, and Sean Payton will get Caleb Williams or move heaven and earth to get one of the three or four quarterbacks who are going to go at the top of this draft. And I think he's got a really good shot of building something that ultimately can contend with what Andy Reid has brewing in Kansas City or at least be as close to it as any team in that division. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably going to um, play them a little bit early in the year because I think people will still kind of be looking at them a little bit through the prism of, of even not just Hackett, but a lot of the crap that's been going on there for a long time. Um, I think there is a new sheriff in town, but I don't know that he gets them where he wants to get them in, in year one. 
lots of uncertainty. Just a few seconds left here. We've got our first preseason game tonight. Uh, what are you going to be looking for as far as uh, any outlooks on the Browns or the Jets? Not I mean injuries. You know what I mean. I, I, this is it's it's weird. We know the preseason has been um, uh, sort of cast aside, right? It's it's as insignificant as ever, given how smart teams even handle it in terms of playing real players or guys they think are real mm-hmm. players. And now these teams are dealing with one extra game than everybody else. So I, I'm not going to be looking for overarching takeaways, to be honest with you. Um, does anybody suffer a key injury? Is there some young, you know, third, fourth, sixth round draft pick who flashes a smidge? But it's not going to affect my view of these teams one way or the other. Good stuff. Good stuff. Jason, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. That was Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a yearly tradition unlike any other. Mike Sando's quarterback tiers and how we are going to bet tier number one. That's coming up right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.